Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks Podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations faced with life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive in to today's show. You know, Proverbs 17, 22 says, A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit, it dries up the bones. If you like to laugh, and I'm sure you do, you're going to enjoy today's show. My guests are two of the funniest guys I know. They're Justin Stewart and Andrew Seitz. Now, you might know them as Jay Stu. They have a YouTube channel for, it's about 10 years now. Check this out. They have over 8 million subscribers, and almost 2 billion total views. Their content and videos aim to uplift and bring joy to people's lives through the calling really God has for them through this. They recently launched a podcast called Laugh Daily Podcast, in which they have a fun time discussing topics and making each other laugh while diving deeper into topics that they might not be able to in their regular YouTube videos. This is going to be fun and very insightful into who the men really are. So let's get to the interview now on this edition of the Victor Mark Show. These guys have an incredible YouTube, we're going to say business. I mean, did y'all start this thing off uh, just out of fun, these videos? I mean, how, how are we intentional right off the get-go? No, no, because we were next door neighbors growing up as kids. Okay. And we just loved making videos. We would make like dumb, just like videos with Legos and just things like that with like VHS tapes. So that was just an interest that we had between both of us. Yeah, 14 years friendship. I moved next to Andrew, became friends, and like you said, started making these videos and then had no idea YouTube, you could make money on it. Right. No idea. Did y'all find out before you posted your first video or later down the road? Later. Yep. Yeah, because we just started posting because it's like we saw some other people were posting. We like their stuff. But like when you post on YouTube, you can share it with other people. You don't have to all huddle around the TV and be like, look at this cool video we made. Yeah, and we started with skits as well. So we went from skits, then we moved into pranks, and then we moved into like challenges and stuff. Where so. nowadays, I mean, you guys have over 8 million subscribers. And you ready for this? Over 2 billion views. That's freakish. So I love the mission of your business. It's based on Proverbs 17, 22. It says, a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. It says, y'all's content and videos, y'all aim to uplift and bring joy to people's lives through the calling God has given y'all. So it says, hey, y'all derived from that verse, your channel, and the motto is laugh daily, man. We've never needed that more than ever. Um, Absolutely. So uh, based on this, y'all launched a podcast recently called Laugh Daily, and I'm going to actually get to be on that here pretty soon. And that allows people for conversation, but allows you to go a little bit deeper into topics that you won't be able to, you know. Uh, And I'm excited to be part of that. Now, on the point of money, let's just go there. Was it slow and gradual, the increase of income, or did it just spike somewhere? Because I remember I was doing YouTube videos, and my gun to saw one I'd put on there, 
on YouTube way back when. My wife recorded it with a flip phone. Mm. And I was in a youth <laughs> wow, prison. Yeah. And I'm in this youth prison, and a gang member comes up, and I snatch it away from him. And uh, we put on YouTube. Nothing happened for like three years. It just, you know, Tranko. Tran- and I didn't know anything about YouTube except, well, I guess I can direct people there. And our whole idea was if they watch that, maybe they'll watch my testimony or whatever. And then it seemed like overnight it just went through the roof. Uh, millions and millions of views. And I had a friend tell me, he goes, so have you monetized that yet? I go, I, I don't know anything about that. He goes, you need to monetize that. I go, you know, I'm just doing it for ministry, man. I ain't about the money. He goes, I know, but you need to monetize it. And I was like, well, you do it. I don't want it. And he did it. All of a sudden, there were checks coming every month. I was like, glory to God. Hallelujah. Watch. Watch me knit fast. You know, I was like, what kind of videos can we put on? So for you guys, did it did it come fast or was it kind of? I'd say it was a, a gradual thing. And the thing with YouTube is it it's like always up and down. Like it's not a steady line. Like I know this month I'm going to make this much. One month will be up here. One month will be down here. So it's always been like that. But we have had moments where it's been like a steady incline mm. because of videos that have went viral and whatnot. So I'd say we've been all over the map. But yeah, and uh, just within the last two years, we started expanding business. So we started getting employees because it's been me and him this entire time. <sighs> It's and, a lot of work. Yeah, like filming, editing, like all these things. But as like your business is growing, like your ceiling kind of mm-hmm. gets capped out. So we started adding employees. Now we're up to five or six employees now. Nice. And yeah. So you guys walking with the Lord, married, y'all got youngins, and you're successful. Y'all kind of like the whole package. Uh, oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Being us in a pretty good light. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but YouTube is, is very interesting, I'd say, because like, I feel like one of the main motivations for us kind of like doing YouTube was, you know, and for me specifically, I know Andrew would agree, but just like seeing all the filth on YouTube, all, all right. the content that even so many young kids watch. They watch. It just makes me so frustrated seeing like these kids watching these horrible influences of people being reckless and doing all these things that are just horrific. And so like we wanted to be a channel that people could come to young or old and see like, Hey, there's something different about these guys. They're doing really fun stuff and they love the Lord. I got to know more about this. Right. Because being, you know, in the YouTube to get more views, sometimes you have to look at the trends and see what everyone's doing. Yep. But obviously it's like, we don't, we don't want to be, like the world, you know what I mean? But we also have to kind of like... Be strategic. Yeah. So it's definitely an interesting ground to be in, but I feel like it's been a fun journey and we've learned a lot. But I I like that because sometimes people, they'll take a gift that they have and, you know, to use it, let's say making... But they they caramelize it with Christianity so thick that Mm. a non-believer is like, uh, no thanks. Mm. Uh, You know... The polyester worship team, prior to the fun part, I'll pass. You, you guys have really worked out, a, I think, a healthy, good balance where, I mean, I believe God wants to show off through people, you know, just, and that's a light, that's a salt that will create a thirst for people to go, who, why are these guys so clean, uh, but yet fun? Yeah. Have you all seen that? Yeah, because 
Yeah. One thing I love is like our channel. I love seeing families, like kids and adults, like sitting down to watch it together, but both of them enjoying it at the same time for like, you know, different reasons. But uh, yeah, I just love our strategy on YouTube of being, you know, creating like fun content that can be recommended to like whoever. But then like you're saying, when people are like, oh, I got to know more about them, it's like, if you check out Instagram or like our podcast, for example, where we can kind of talk more about like what exactly is going on. Yeah. And I feel like I got to share this too. Like, uh, it was like a year or two ago, I fell into a little bit of legalism Mm -hmm. and it almost destroyed me and made me want to leave YouTube. Like, Mm. because I felt like if I'm doing YouTube videos, I'm just making these goofy forts, goofy videos. I'm not really talking about God. And I feel like, I'm not doing enough. So mm-hmm. I was like, I got to just, I almost had the mindset. I, I want to leave and mm-hmm. do something different. But thankfully the Lord kind of saved me from that whole season of legalism. And an example I like to talk about when I mention that story is like with my wife, I can show you and anybody else around me that I love my wife, but I don't always have to be like, Hey, Mr. Marks, I love my wife. Right. And here's why That's I love really my, here's good. how, That's good. but I can show you that I love her based on how I act and how I present myself. Yeah. And so same with, with the Lord, I feel like with our YouTube channel, I can show everybody that I love the Lord based on how I act in my videos in our videos without being like, guys, I love the Lord. And also there, there's a time and place for talking about God, of course. And I would, I, we want to do that, but I feel like that mindset has really helped me be like, yo, well, there's a, there's a danger in that legalistic deal of what we're talking about. You know, for my work overseas with Muslims and all that, I, I would have, there'd be times I have the super saints go, well, are you preaching? Are you leading? How many are you leading to the Lord? If you're over there working. And I said, well, <laughs> I said, you know, uh, I'm not really good at it, but uh, I, I think I've been reduced to living the gospel more than preaching it mm. because they already know I'm a Christian because I'm a yeah. white American. And when they look at me and go, why are you here? I go, because God loves me and the Lord Jesus loves me and he gives me love for y'all. That's the open door. And uh, if we could live it more than we just talk about it, and then the right times, like you give somebody a compliment, they're like, oh, all glory to God. Woo! Oh, yeah, God, that's extreme. God only. It's like, yeah, that's a, that's a given. Yeah, I was yeah. just telling you, yeah, you, you know, you look like you waxed your car good. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Yeah. And know. to that point, we've gotten so many messages from fans saying like that we've influenced and affected their lives in such positive ways and made them want to, search for a relationship with the Lord. I'm like, in our videos, we haven't really talked about God, but they're sending us these messages saying like that they know we're Christians and they want to know more. Perhaps the Holy Spirit is actually working. Let's go. So I'm glad you shared that now. What is one of your favorite videos? I know it's not fair to ask, but what are are some of your favorite videos uh, or a favorite video that you guys have recorded that was just like, man, that was fun? For me personally, this is more of a recent one, but I still really think, okay, I think you've seen it. We built an underground bunker under yeah. our barn. Yeah. I don't know why, but just like the hatch coming out of the dirt where it's like <laughs> hidden. Like for me, that's just like so fun. And like, I just love doing stuff like that. That's like every kid's dream. Yes. Yeah. I'd say my most recent favorite one is our hidden snack pantry where it's kind of like the same concept (laughs) in the cabinet. You open the cabinet and there's a secret entrance. We walled off the pantry. So the only way to get in 
is through the cabinet. You go in, it's two levels. We put a bunk bed in there, all the snacks, a TV, video games. Oh, Oh, it's it's a bunker of delight right there. Oh man! And did was it received well? It yes. Was. See, people love that. Over a million views. <laughs> oh my gosh! There you go. So, do y'all find sometimes that your creativity is linked to the number of views? Like, if you're really into it and you're passionate, or sometimes you kind of do one and you're like, "Oh, that did way better than I thought it was going to do." Uh, both. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or like some of the best ideas will kind of just come out of nowhere. Like, oh yeah, if we sit down and try to plan out what's going to be the most viral video, it's like most of the time none of those ideas are going to work. Like, this is good. Listen up. We've been by that food pantry like a hundred times, and we're like, we don't have an idea, and we just walk by and we're like, we've been doing these hidden bunkers, hidden rooms. What if we turned the pantry into a hidden room? And that. boom, that that blew up. And so next, we're doing our ultimate hidden bathroom. Next. So same premise. We're going to wall off the bathroom door so it's hidden in a bookshelf. Bunk bed, TV, snacks, a throne that, toilet. That's quite the throne toilet. Oh, you got to come visit. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you got my attention. This is interesting and fun. And this is what you guys do on your YouTube channel that people, what, what's the best way for people to find uh, and follow y'all? Huh? Well, simply, if you just go to YouTube and type in more J Stew, M-O-R-E-J-S-T-U, or J Stew, J-S-T-U, that's, yep. a, that's our YouTube channel. You okay. can find us there. So, And we actually have two videos on there yeah, with us. Oh, that, man. That was fun. You guys were champs. <laughs> First with the dog. And getting tased by tased. Mr. Marks was legendary. <laughs> Not many people can say that, am I right? I know, right? That's a badge of honor. <laughs> yeah. You wear it proudly. Yeah. And uh, I didn't hold back. And then we did the special operations team that we brought in. Laser tag. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty fun. You know, yeah. We thought playing laser tag, we might have like maybe a fair match, but oh, no. we got we, obliterated. We got wrecked. Because these laser guns that we used... Super can accurate. be done outside or inside, and then once you shoot the other person, like these little plates fall off, so they're pretty legit. And yeah, like, we just got owned. Yeah, it they, was, they. It was funny to see our team switch. I mean, clinked in. They they were like back in Iraq or Afghanistan <laughs> doing yeah. the deal. It's like, hey guys, they were ready to take prisoners and yeah. throw you in the back of trunks, bag <laughs> your heads, and like, hey, we're gonna interrogate them. No. Just I think just, one of our guys got thrown down by one of your guys. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> like, I, oh. Yeah, it's it. like we're getting physical. That's <laughs> why I had serious. to say no hand-to-hand, guys, when you engage. Because <laughs> we were – I know when we breached the house, we're in, and a guy came up and was like, wham, slammed him in the corner. It's like, hey, hey, hey. And then <laughs> Mr. Marks is just hiding in the shower upstairs holding well, the, the prize package. That's That was the best hide right there and, and – uh, Place for me to get clean too. I, yeah, I thought it's been a while. You have to go watch the video, guys, to yeah. see the full experience. This was fun. So they can go to your YouTube channel for that. And then, is your social media the best place to find the podcast? Uh, or yeah, we have or our. Website. It's on YouTube as well. So just okay. Laugh Daily Podcast on YouTube. Any right. streaming platform, Laugh Daily Podcast, yep. Spotify, Laugh Apple Daily. Laugh Daily Podcast. Nice. So we're gonna have some good conversations with you. Hopefully, some good laughs as well. This will be fun. So at y'all's age, one of the things I hear all the time is single people struggling, wanting to be married. And let's start with the women. You know, the the gals just say, where are the men? 
where are the men in this society and how or what would y'all tell single gals what is the best way outside of you know doing the hoochie coochie because uh, I tell gals the way, the way you it's like a fishing lure the way you lure yourself is what you're going to draw hmm. so if you're getting all if you're putting out a certain vibe that's the guys you're going to draw yeah. and you have to be willing to have faith and trust God and have a set of standards you're not willing to compromise for anyone Yeah, what would y'all say well, I mean, I feel like there are so many facets as to why people are the way they are. So for women specifically, obviously how you're raised plays such a big role. But if you weren't raised in the right way, I feel like it's so important to, one, be careful and be wise with who you are influenced by, who, mm. wh- what you're watching, who you're surrounding yourself with. So if you weren't raised you know, in the right way or taught the right way, I'd say like, you know, getting right with the Lord is the the most important thing you can do mm. because our hearts are the biggest problem. So we can mm. we can tell people like, hey, like like you said, pole dancing, they might mm-hmm. only know this way, but if they truly want to change, they need to change their heart and that starts with like a relationship with the Lord. And so, if you don't know how to do that, opening your Bible, but also getting connected with a local church and finding people who can really show you like, hey, like here's Here's what the Bible says about acting, and here's what you need to look for in a man, because that's, this is all mapped out in the words that God's does, given us. Does modesty matter? Uh, yeah. <laughs> big <laughs> time. Big time. Are y'all hearing that? Modesty matters big time. Yes. We we just posted something. It was uh, an older actress uh, that you know was so modest but beautiful and classy, and we were just like, we really hope young gals will appreciate yeah. Uh, that it's a contrast, right, to today's society. Yeah, yeah. And I think just segueing off you, like building your relationship with the Lord, but then that also in turn building relationships with other people. So, like instead of just using your phone and devices just to text people all the time, it's like actually like sitting down and just talking with people. I think that's a good way to just get to know mm. each other. And yeah, I mean, not and, man. and not even to like. <laughs> Judge, judging a book by its cover, but I feel like modesty is such an important thing because I can almost look at somebody and see how they're dressed and see like what they're all about almost. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and don't let your insecurities betray you, ladies, because it will. Uh, you know, I, I tell gals when I'm speaking, I go, hey, trust God on the timing. Don't compromise your values, what you know is right. And I'm not casting judgment. Uh, we love everyone, but I'm just saying don't compromise because there are guys out there that will just use you, mm-hmm. smooth talking, slick, just just use you, and boom. Have a standard. I tell them, don't worry, your ovaries won't dry up. <laughs> your eggs will be okay. Hang in there. And uh, so uh, I hope you'll take that as a bit of encouragement. Now, last, uh, I have a couple more questions. But one, guys your age, in general, do you think there's a difference in kind of the standard of manhood versus somebody from my generation? I would say so. A difference? Yeah. In, I mean, just go on social media and look at all the young people on TikTok or, or what have you. Any okay. social media platform, and my goodness, it's like they have no clue. Why? Why are younger men struggling with what I would call moral masculinity these days? Yeah. Why do y'all think? I, I get reminded of like my dad and be like your generation when he grew up, 
like there was no like phones and all that stuff to like go on these apps. So it's like, what would he do? He just go out and go fishing, go out and just build a tree house or whatever. And I think, um, kids growing up nowadays, there's not so much like physical, physical like manual yeah. labor stuff to do. It's like, you're just in your house and just bored watching TV. It's like, if people would get up and just, just do something. Oh, right. The digital age. Yes. Yeah. Soften men in yeah. general. So many boys just find their value in the like button. Wow. Like, and I feel like that that's controlling. Like, like Andrew's saying, if you're not going out and like having conversations with people, but you're finding like, okay, this person got so many likes because they did this and they I weren't check my likes. They, yeah. They, <laughs> you got a lot of likes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. Right. It's that digital pressure of, and I mean that there are mental health issues based on that because the way a person's brain gets wired They'll text, they'll look, they'll make a post, and it's like, oh, only four people. We we know, having thousands or millions of people, that like it really doesn't matter to us. It doesn't affect our identity, no. right? Right. I want to encourage young men, be careful saying what you said for the gals. Who you use as your mentors and who do you model yourself after? And, I mean, there are proven scientific studies that talk about testosterone levels have been lowered in young men these days, probably for one of the reasons of lack of exercise, outdoor challenges, and seeking a life of ease and comfort. Uh, and we need masculine men. And I'm talking about dangerous gentlemen. I think that's one of the best. A guy who will open a door for his girlfriend or his mom or his wife, but then be ready to defend her with his life, knowing that that's what matters. So uh, last two questions. What is your perception of my wife and I or our ministry? What is your individual or collective perceptions of who we are and what we do? Great question. Yeah. Wow. It's not a wrong one. It's all perception. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get tased again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I don't know. I like supporting you guys specifically because I, it seems like I can actually see like the action y'all are taking and whatever mm-hmm. – whether it's uh, anti-sex trafficking or what other you know avenues y'all do, but showing like action steps, like, I feel like there's a lot of other places you could support. But then you're like, is anything actually getting done here? I don't know. Mm. But like with you guys, it's like very clear that there is action going on, mm. and there's yeah. stuff. You know, that's good. Thank you. Yeah. I I mean I couldn't say it better myself. Yeah. Honestly, my perception is like. And I just wish I could be around people like you more often, mm. like because, like you're saying, there is such a lack of manliness and dangerous gentlemen around, mm-hmm. and no one's really teaching that sort of thing. So it's just like it's easy to look up to what you do, what the ministry is doing, because like you're saying, taking action, going out into the field instead of just speaking things, being like, "Hey, we need to help these people." Well, you're actually going into Iraq, all these places of pure danger and yeah. doing it, talking the talk. Yeah. So, man, I, I, I don't even just exactly what Andrew's saying, just top notch stuff. And I, I really look up to you. Well, thank you. That's, uh, it humbles and encourages me all at the same time. Last question We're all going to die. Individually, what happens after you die? What do you believe? Why do you believe it? What happens after we die? Well, as a, person who has a relationship with Jesus Christ, um, 
heaven is uh, what happens after you die. Um, because getting into a right relationship with Jesus, realizing that we are sinners and we need a Savior, um, and that we're separated from God because of our sin, um, coming into right relationship with Him grants us, by faith and repentance, uh, the eternal gift that Jesus so freely offers us. So when I say like we're not technically dying because when we die, we're, we're, we're then go into eternal life with him, the creator of everything. So, I mean, if you really think about dying, that sure it's scary, but I mean, we have eternity waiting us. So it's like, man, yeah, exactly what you just said. Just our physical bodies are running out of mileage. So we're getting (laughs) new upgraded, new bodies that can go the distance. That's exciting, man. Really solid. I heard, I've heard a lot of people say, I'm not afraid of dying. It's just the process. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I've, I've been there. I've been there on a few occasions where I literally thought, this is it. And I wasn't afraid. I remember thinking, this way, Lord? I remember thinking, I hope they find my body. I'm so far out here in Iraq. Yeah. How? I hope somebody finds me because ISIS is all around. And they were trying to hurt my feelings, but we ended up hurting theirs. And, and you know, it's just important because our culture and our world, our society, media, everything, everybody lives like we're not going to die. Yeah, yeah good point. We I are. mean, just, <laughs> but we are. So that's the last question I always ask everybody. And thank y'all. Because what we talked about here now is what I consider our surety of salvation. Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. For coming on the broadcast, and uh, uh, I look forward to us training more, hanging out more, absolutely, uh, and blowing some things up. Deal. (laughs) Look forward to it. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can check out more of the work we're doing around the world at victormarks.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.